What's going on, everybody? It is Thursday, January 25th, and you have found the Pinwheels and Ivy podcast. I am Matt Swaski, aka Father Zo, aka Offseason Podcasting Hall of Famer. And with me, as always, Mr. Aldo Soto. For the love of God, Cubs, please do something. We, we can't have another week of what I think is about to happen tonight, which is great uh, podcasting, actually. So, never first, mind. Jed, keep, first, uh, keep sitting on your hands. We have our first unintentionally funny comment. <laughs> Not used to all the on the bottom. Us neither. Usually he's a top. Hey. I am. And that other okay. voice you're hearing, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. So we no longer have to use. Wait, where'd it go? Oh, you oh. deleted it. Oh, you it's been replaced. The other one was better. <laughs> uh, the good Reverend K. Fitz. <laughs> yeah, and again, in keeping with the last episode I was on tradition, we're back to these edible cubes again. So we're going to go ahead and eat two of these before the broadcast so that I don't get too excited uh, about the uh, Reese Hoskins signing with the, uh, yeah, the Brewers within the division. On this show, I was convinced to go away from Chapman and into Hoskins, and now I feel... We're back, Kevin. We yeah. Yeah. You, gotta nimble, you gotta be nimble, man. You gotta be on your toes. You gotta be, you gotta um, be so we joke a lot, ladies and gentlemen. We joke. We like to have fun. We kid around, you know? Um, but the running joke here is off-season podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, we are peak off-season podcasting because for some reason like how much it's like 34 out of the top 50 something like that a lot well something there's like like, like a, what was that list 100 and something free agents still. yeah there's like 150 free agents that still haven't signed i don't know I feel like somebody said on this podcast it was gonna be february i know i said that and beef was like well february is only a week away i was like he said that at the beginning of january dude i got your back um yeah, this is off-season podcasting, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea what's going to happen tonight. I don't even have, I'm not even going to fake an agenda because I have no fucking clue. You know what? Call yes. to the people in the chat. Give us your hottest yeah. Hall of Fame. We are game. we are going. This is a straight call to, to the bullpen episode. Uh, Johnny Hol Johnny Holstaff. It's a Johnny Holstaff episode. It's a Johnny Holstaff episode. If I ever seen one, uh, <laughs> I like that a lot. That's although that's the title for Spotify. Um, yeah, we're gonna need it tonight. Yeah, Let's this guy. Free build of the favorites. We here for the latest. Yeah. South side or the north side. Not tuned to the greatest. Home team for the home teams. Both sides got our own rings. On the mound or the long ball. But we don't put the wrong strings. Yeah. <laughs> it's that time of the year now. Wrigley or Gantee. So the whole league that we here now. New show with a new mood. Discussions and interviews. Straight rumors that might be. This is Pinwheels and Knife. Yeah. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. You can put it on a boy, yeah. Every season they get all changed. Take me out to the bar game. This is what you waiting for, yeah. Can't put it on a boy, yeah. Put it on a boy. Every season, make it all change. Every season, make it all change.
As always, the show is brought to you by SportsMarkery, SportsMarkery.com. Make sure you download the app, turn on push notifications, so you'll be the first to know any and all breaking Chicago sports news. There's a lot of stuff going on, folks. Unfortunately, not in baseball, but in the NFL, uh, NHL, even the Blackhawks are starting to put together what they think is their core. SportsMarkery, uh, SportsMarkery.com. And keep your eyes out for a potential new White Sox writer. Ooh. Uh, and also brought to you by Uncle Bud's. 9700 South Cicero. Uh, for all the old school Southsiders, it's where TC's used to be. Uh, great food. I've heard that some people are actually addicted to it. <coughs> Senor. Um, and, yeah, go out there. Some every night. Bingo one night. Karaoke the other night. Live music. Uh, probably the best golden tea machine I've played in a long time. Darts. Uh, they got video poker, video slots. Everything, good food, good drinks, a lot of local brews. Uncle Bud's 9700 South Cicero. I don't know what it is, but I can guarantee you they're going to have a really good Super Bowl special. We have our first Super Chat. Our boy Drew, 499 Money for KFids and all those sanity. Great hat game tonight, hat boys. Let's talk some Mark Burley Hall of Fame reactionism. Okay, we can start there. Uh, my first thing with that is stop. Stop. <laughs> I, I had the answer Drew was looking for. No, I had a couple. We'll, we'll get to it. But the reason why I'm saying stop is not to you, Drew. You That was awesome. Thank you very much. We appreciate the super chat. Actually, keep it coming, Drew. Yeah, love it. I, um, <laughs> More. I had a couple people today, and it wasn't just one. So if the persons are listening, don't get butthurt. It's not just you. Trust me. That would tweet me. If X player got in, Burley should have got in. Don't do that. But it's not a good way to rate Hall of Famers. One of my biggest X is going to give it to you. That's why. One of my worst fans, fandom pet peeves, is comparing generations, comparing different eras. Like the LeBron Jordan talk is so stupid. They're playing different games. It's still both of them were playing, like, you know, basketball. They're both playing under completely different sets of rules. You can't compare the two. And a lot of that goes with baseball, too. You have the dead ball era. You have the steroid era. You have all this other shit that goes on, and all this stuff factors into stats and, you know, a lot of things with it. Now, Burley is a very interesting case for the Hall of Fame. Hold on. I'm going to pull up this right now. I think we've done this before on this show, but I don't care because we have nothing to talk about. No, <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned that. I looked up, uh, I looked up Mark Burley Hall of Fame case. Or no, I put uh, John Lester versus Mark Burley Hall of Fame. Yep. Now I can't get the date here, but one of the top, uh, one of the top uh, uh, Google results was again not John Lester is a Hall of Famer. Dot dot dot, or maybe not. How about Mark Burley from Pinwheels and Ivy Podcast? <laughs> yep. I'm stuck. Oh, we've, we've literally done, done this. Hold on, hold on. But we're going to do it again. because We're going to do it better this time. We promise. We're gonna do better. Well, this time we have uh, better tools at our disposal. John, where's Lester? There he is. Lester. Whole and career, again, whole l- career. Let's, get, let's get some Hall of Fame uh, hot takes on the chat. Get results. Yeah, no, we're all, this is what we're here for tonight. We're here for Hall of Fame hot takes. So, 
I, let me just cut and paste this, and then we're gonna we're gonna talk because we did not have this at our disposal the last time we did this tool. And I know it looks like I'm on the beach or I'm in a tanning booth right now. So just give me a minute. Like a fucking ghost. This is what happens when you're Irish and Swedish and Polish. No, I don't want that. That also is what happens when you're Irish and Swedish and Polish. You click <laughs> on the wrong things. Uh, <laughs> all right. We did not have this awesome tool at our disposal the last time we did this. So give me one second. Ooh, I'm I curious. I got to get this screen off because it's a lot of buildup. It is because this is actually going to help us a lot. Blaster B. Sure. I'm not typing this all out. Uh, pictures. This is exciting podcast listening, folks. Hang in there. Hang in there. Visual right now. Just hang in there. Hang in there. Those of you listening at home, while Zoe was doing that, Aldo had his shirt off. He was swinging it around. He was just on mute. You didn't hear it. So it's fine. There's a lot of action. You got to watch this live on YouTube if you're listening on Spotify. Although we can put Spotify live now, can't we? I think I don't know. It was selective sound, and he was actually screaming Petey Pablo while doing it. I like to do it before. Here we go. Here we go. There you go. There we go. Ah. All right. See, we didn't have this at our disposal last time. So this is a really nice side-by-side comparison. And so basically what this graph here is telling you folks is if you think Mark Burley's a Hall of Famer, then John Lester is too. Lester has two more World Series. Fair. And also another thing that I'm going to ask White Sox fans is don't use Mark Burley's innings pitch as an argument to get him into the Hall of Fame. He pitched that innings though, Zoe. Come on, that's that's great. I think they're both Hall of Famers, but I don't. I also think that you're right. If one's not, the other shouldn't be. That's the problem. So they're they're, they're literally they have the same ERA. That's kind of wild. They have the same ERA plus. Yep. I mean, more strikeouts, obviously, for Lester. In less innings, but yep, not less that's not his thing. Burley. You got less five all stars You got more gold gloves for Burley. Does Lester have a perfect game or a no hitter? Uh, he does have a no hitter. Does he have a perfect I think game? He has a no hitter, but I don't think just a no hitter, not a perfect. Okay, I know he's got a no hitter. So Burley's got the any individual accounts from any Cy Youngs? Where's that at? I know that, that that's what that's what I think about. Uh, when uh, I think about Hall of Fame. I, don't, I know Burley doesn't have a side. Were these guys like, ever like the top of the top of their position at any point of their careers? Man, man, I've just been seeing a lot nope. of guys getting in the Hall of Fame who were league, he is the LC, He was the league championship series MVP, though. Lester does not have a Cy Young. The best he got was he was second in the Cy Young voting in 2016 while a member of the Cubs. There you go. He's NLCS MVP, National League win leader. Yeah, no hitter. In yeah, but did he close the World Series game half drunk? Hmm. <laughs> yeah, suck it. What? Uh, uh, Burley's, like, yeah, Burley's best. Burley's best Cy Young was in 2005. He was fifth. Hell yeah! Yeah, I mean, l- I like you like said, Burley so. is, is Gold Gloves on this list? Yeah, but Burley 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 four gold gloves, I mean, John Lester couldn't throw to first base. That uh, <laughs> too. Uh, again. Both great Ocean. careers, or great, not. obviously beloved in Chicago, 
good pitchers, not Hall of Famers. They're in the Hall of Very Good. And I think both of those pitchers would agree with that. And Burley can they're, give a But shit. they're better I mean, than guys that have gotten in ahead of them. That's the problem, though, is they, they are, are better than guys are. that have gotten in ahead and of them. Like the only one, the only one that someone was like, if this guy got in, Burley should get in. Someone told me like if Frank Viola got in, well, Burley should get in. Well, that's let's the problem with the Hall of Fame. I think it was uh, Dan Bernstein's had this thought for a while, and I agree with him. There's a lot of guys who shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame who are. We need to start getting guys out and then rework <laughs> the, the calibration here of who deserves to be. Because that's going to keep coming up. It's like, well, if this guy's in, well, then this guy has to be in because he has a better career than that guy. Well, yeah. maybe we should start getting these guys out because they, they probably weren't deserving. Okay, Mark Burley's way better than Frank Viola. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, I think, if, well, that's it, the thing. I think we need to get Frank Viola out of there. In the, in the same graph, I'm not going to do the whole, like. Hell of a dancer, though. Uh, where is it at? Here we go. You guys see this? Mm-hmm. Mm. He has better hair than Burley, though. Notice that is all... one ugly dude, man. Those wings, those wings are fucking glorious. And that mustache. I mean, look, he looks. He almost looks like uh, what's his name from Home Alone. Um, um, it looks like okay. uh, but God, I'm trying to like narrator from. Well, so uh, Frank Viola does. Frank Viola does have a World Series MVP and a Cy Young. But statistically, there's a lot of green on the Burley side here. A lot of green. I don't know. I agree with you, although I feel like... Um, Daniel Stern, that was not name. I feel like the Hall of Fame does feel somewhat watered down. It also kind of feels just cheap Whoa. now because they won't have the steroid guys in there exactly it's watered the best, down and then yeah but you don't have the best players of a fucking generation because mlb is all of a sudden is clutching their pearls that guys are eating steroids when they just turned a blind eye to it for two decades <laughs> uh that's what that's why the, i just don't care about i guess the, the the best way to put it Still is the thank you sam those are nice. Probably the, it's probably the smartest commenter we've ever had on the show. Did I say that about you, Sam? God, he's a smart guy, that Sam. Um, the best player in the history of the sport is not allowed to be in the Hall of Fame. Therefore, the Hall of Fame is very meh. Love him, hate him, call him a cheater, do whatever you want. Barry Bonds is the best player to ever play baseball. Not only that, the best player to ever the... play baseball. The the reason he's not in is like oh like you know Sarah Dews or cheater, you guys have a whole you guys voted David Ortiz into it you guys are uh, yep. voting in or not voting in but yep. you're getting Gary he was buddy he was their buddy he was also uh, on reports of you know steroid use it's like can't, can't be picking and choosing just because this I'm, guy was nice to you and this guy was an asshole like come on yep and I, but well, yeah, yeah, I will say asshole guy. yeah. If these guys do get in, you know what? Good for them. Whatever. No, it they should really get in. My life, but cool. I agree with you. It's stupid that it becomes a popularity contest because yeah. the guys that really piss me off are the guys that like vote for one person or don't vote for anyone. Mm-hmm. You're, well, not you're with waste. that. And then you have like you're guys still voting. Well, they're not a first ballot Hall of Famer, so I'm not voting this yeah, year. Should, but I'll vote eat. next year. Yeah, what a waste. You, you have all that. And then you ha- you still have guys voting in guys like uh, Viscal after Which, all the shit that's come out at it. Viscal is a piece of shit human being, 
But even that aside, he's not a Hall of Fame. Not baseball. a Hall of Fame. But somehow well, he got more votes this him. year than he did last year. And the fact that there's guys that get votes for this that are like actively defending him. Oh, why do we listen? I mean, to these Bob Nightingale wrote like opinion. a big old fluff piece like a month ago. Vascal mm. was one of the best defensive shortstops of all time, but not a Hall of Famer. No, he can't hit. Nope. He, he defensively. I agree, beef. beef. I agree. I totally agree. Water if he fell out of a boat. For you uh, that are listening, you should be watching us in Super Chat and you cheap fox. And subscribe. Beef says in the comments, Uncle Beef goes, I want unused votes to be thrown back in and given out randomly to guys on the ballot. Use a RNG. Yes. Because the whole Novo guy, and I hate the guy that's like, I am above this and did it eat shit. Wait, Beef Loaf? No. Oh, my. guys that don't summer? No. So the other things that happen. The other things that happen every year at the Hall of Fame voting, we'll talk about this year's class in just a minute. There's two things that happen every year in the White Sox Twitter kingdom, if you will, that always amuse me. (laughs) One is White Sox Dave puts out his fake ballot. (laughs) And he just trolls mainly Yankee fans. And for some reason, these fucking morons all think that he has a legit ballot. And they all come after him every year. And he just votes for like... All the White Sox players and like a couple other players keeps all the Yankees off his ballot. He was like, he put the year that Mariano Rivera and Derek <laughs> Jeter were supposed to be a not uh, unanimous, whatever. Uh, he left them off and like, you're the motherfucker that didn't vote for it and all this stuff. It's great. He does it every year. It's an awesome bit. It's fantastic. The other thing, too, is Ozzie Guillen's kids bitching about the Hall of Fame class. Every year. Every year, dude. Doesn't matter who gets in. I will give them one thing, though, that I agree with. They were pissed off that Andrew Jones didn't get in, as am I. That's fucking criminal. That right there should tell you how big of a joke the Hall of Fame is. Andrew Jones, arguably one of the best outfielders of all time. Why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Is it because he spells his name weird? (laughs) Fucked up. The other thing about the Hall of Fame, think about all the the all-time great uh, players that have played. I don't. I don't think anyone's ever gone in uh, unanimously. That's why you're my guy, Ian. Um, and think about next year. And again, it's not the MLB Hall of Fame. It is the Baseball Hall of Fame. So it, all their careers should be taken into account for. It. Ichiro mm-hmm. Suzuki is going to be on the ballot next year. If he's not, dude ballot, was then... incredible in Japan, and then was obviously incredible during his MLB career. This mm-hmm. that is a no doubt. Like, first ballot should be unanimous Hall of Famer. And guess what? There's going to be some asshole out there, Zoe and Kevin. Yep. There's going to be some I'm asshole. Gonna be, maybe a couple who are going to be like, blank, blank ballot. He, he played during the steroid era. I don't know. Or whatever bullshit reason. It's probably going to be White Sox, Dave. I'm going to save lives. <laughs> and Ichiro Suzuki, one of the greatest baseball players that, you know, at least I was lucky enough to see because I didn't get to see some of the other all-time greats. And he's not going to be unanimous Hall of Famer for some bullshit reason. It's like absolutely what? wild. <laughs> it's dumb. All right, so my, absolutely my, wild. When someone says that, that's the person that you really got to scorn or shun because that's that's the worst of it all. It's the first bout. If what what can you do in one year to fix that you're not a Hall of Famer, and then all of a sudden magically not playing that whole calendar year, now you are a Hall of Famer. This is. 
Well, all the well, they were first, they were first bail at Hall of Famers, Kevin. That's why. Yeah. When this happens, though, too, it makes me wonder, like, how much goes on, like, after, like, before the votes, after the votes, how much, just like with the Heisman and stuff, how much behind the scenes marketing and, you know, campaigning there really is yep. that leads up to this. And obviously, when you're dealing with this, film critics or, yes. or it, it happens. Jimmy, yes. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, exactly. No, he's right. That, that, you get these people, so like they are buttered up a little bit, and there are the bias does come into play quite a bit. It is Huge. a lot. There's a lot more behind the scenes than people like. It's not just grab my vote and then I'm going to go. You, these guys are getting care packages. They're getting you know like like you know montage sizzle reels and documents that showcase why this player is comparable to this. Like they're they're making their case to these people via marketing campaigns for every single player that's going to be on that ballot, and that's what their team does. It's, it's just and it's interesting to think about how just like with all awards and types of things like that, how much of the marketing it really does exist behind the scenes that we don't really see. We It's, yeah. it's just not grab a ballot and vote. It's well, and I agree in two things. I agree with you because like all those said earlier, it's stupid. Oh, this reporter didn't like this guy. So out of spite, he's not going to vote him in. I mean, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. And two, although talking about Ichiro, you remember when he broke the hit record and all the purists came out and they're like, that doesn't count fuck out of here dude <laughs> it's professional baseball what the fuck dude i love pete ross i mean i know he cheated and i know he's kind of an asshole but he was a hell of a baseball player he didn't even cheat he just bet yep but, i'm in on the pete rose back of the hit should be in the hall of fame man yeah i mean he's a complete asshole like mm -hmm. off the field but spoiler alert dude interviews dude interview he introduced his mistress to a, a group of Little boys at a baseball camp. He didn't say, didn't say it's my wife or my girlfriend. Or no, no, this is my mistress. We were just like, did he just fucking? <laughs> God dang, that, Pete Rose. Gotta respect the confidence. In it. But uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to go 83% of the Baseball Hall of Famers, just pieces of shit. Ty Cobb's but, piece of shit. <laughs> I was going to say, can, if we're, you want to play this game, then Ty we can get out. Yep. We could definitely have a two-hour show. A lot of those 1800, <laughs> uh, early 1900 pre-integration. Huh? Probably uh, out if we're, uh, if we're going on tape. <laughs> now, Beef, I've heard stories like this a lot about old Pete, that his oh, nieces dude. are with him a lot of times. I can tell you exactly what restaurants he eats at every morning, by the way, here in Vegas. I'm, I'm not going to. But um, my buddy's restaurant, uh, it's next door to it, and Every morning he goes to the same place and he's like, there's Pete. He'll send a picture. It's hilarious. Pete. So. He's mean to the waitresses in a good way, by the way. He treats the waitresses good poorly. If that, does that make sense? Yep. He's well, that he guy. Tips well, he tips well, but he degrades them. He's that guy that's, yeah, like yeah. checking out their ass and like, yeah, he's that guy. So he's. <laughs> um, This year's class, I got no problem with, except for Andrew Jones not getting in. Hmm? I mean, it's kind of hard. I think Billy Trump. Wagner probably should get in. I think Wagner's in next year for sure. He got better. He's gonna get better this year. Uh, but <laughs> Joe Mauer, White Sox fans, come on. Yeah. Oh, so the point that you made about uh, this is like the best football Hall of yeah. Fame class of baseball players. Yeah. <laughs> they, I think Joe, you're right. Like what other Joe Mauer? Joe Mauer is the highest rated high school prospect in the history of the state of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. He had a full ride to Florida state. He was going to be their starting quarterback. And he's like, nah, son, I'm going to go play baseball. He was which, number one baseball, number one uh, yeah, football which recruit out of high school. Kind of 
turned out to be a solid decision as we're talking about him being a first ballot Hall of Famer. But I don't understand how anyone that is a White Sox fan can disagree with Joe Maurer being in the Hall of Fame. You watched him literally just spank your favorite team for the better part of a decade. He was a great catcher. I'd have Joe Maurer on my team any day. I hated him because he played for the Twins, played for the Piranha Twins. Suck it, Maurer was one of my favorite things to say when they were playing him. I think that was a fake Kenny Williams account that started that. But, <laughs> hey, man, he was good. You, you got to respect the game. Now that he's gone, you can talk about it. Joe Maurer, 100% deserved it. Now, the funniest one to me, because I've gotten a couple, I've gotten texts from three people, different friend groups or whatever. They don't even really know each other. All texting me, holy shit, I didn't know Adrian Beltre was that good. Yeah, I saw he got into the Hall of Fame, and I looked at his stats. Holy shit. Yes, folks. If you don't know, go look at Adrian Beltre's numbers. <laughs> he was a fucking animal. And he was probably one of the more well-liked guys in the league. Hilarious. I mean, go watch the YouTube video. I'm pretty sure everyone that watches this show has watched the YouTube video. Like, don't touch his head because he'd get pissed off. And <laughs> they would run up and, like, on routine fly balls, like, run up like, I gotta get it, and just freak him out and shit. He got kicked out of a game because he moved the on-deck circle. So, like, I don't know, it's pretty funny. I did say different friend groups. Which I don't understand, yeah, dog. Um... Also, guys, I have a friends group and they're really different, but maybe that's what he means like special, but not special. No, I just mean they don't know each other. Um, but yeah, if you're bored and you want to see something, what a really good baseball player's career looks like, go look at Adrian Beltre's career stats and then, yeah, yeah. You put that on a T, and I'm not going to take the bait. Uh, and then Todd Helton. Todd. It's actually, I'm going to do that. You want to do the other comparisons? Though? Yep, I'm doing that right now. I'm doing that right now. What do you think it's going to be, Kevin? If Todd, this is what we've been seeing uh, a little bit about this week. If Todd Helton is a Hall of Famer, then Blank should be in. So who do you, who's that Blank? And it's coming from White Sox Twitter. And it's coming from White Sox Twitter, so. Webcam works just fine, buddy. If you gotta donate something, donate your time and fix my office up. <laughs> Who do I think the White Sox would fans would say? Yes. Um, and is this like comparable to Todd Helton, or is it just a player that had like not really? Or... But for some reason, White Sox like fans some some yes. stats, like somewhat comparable. I don't know the exact numbers, mm-hmm. but like, have yeah. ears and a nose. Both. I will say, all right, this this guy had. This guy has more World Series championships, more all-star appearances, more home runs, and more RBIs. Everything else, Todd Houghton wins. But this is the guy. Is that what Todd Drew? Spiller, Kevin. Yes, Drew about is correct. Canerco? Yes. Oh. There it is, ladies and gentlemen. For all those that keep saying it and bringing it up oh, over, that's not and even over and over again. This is the comparison you've all wanted. Jesus. Here it is. As I mentioned, shut up. <laughs> that is called perception versus reality. Yes. Wow. 
That is a and Hall of Famer. One, well, yeah, Todd Helton's a Hall of Famer. I mean, Canerco's not too. That's we're talking about over thirty. We're talking about a war difference of over thirty. God. Dang, yeah, I mean, you're stop. talking about first baseman, or you know what? I'm actually surprised. Well, the defense there for with the war. Uh, I'm kind of surprised that Helton didn't end up with more home runs playing in Colorado. Yes. That is the one surprising thing. Oh, uh, we've got a challenge to your authority. I disagree. Give me a player that. You so the question that the statement is from John Carney is that aside from batting average, Mauer's offensive numbers are not Hall of Fame worthy. Ooh. But Abreu, according to Beefloaf, has a more B war than Canerco, and he didn't play an MLB till twenty seven or whatever. He's right. People gotta chill, man. I get the homerism about all this shit and everything like that. I get it all. I get it, get it, get it, get it. Yeah, dog says you tell him beef. So Joe Maurer was an MVP, a six-time all-star, three-time gold glove, five-time silver struggler, three-time batting title, uh, a career war of 55.2, a career slash line, uh batting career batting average, career of 306. With an OPP of 388, slugging of 439, OPS of 827, and an OPS plus of 124. His, um, his Hall of Fame statistics, remember Baseball Reference gives us these little uh, gems now. His black ink statistic is 15. His gray ink is 43. His Hall of Fame monitor is 92. And his Hall of Fame standards is 41. So, in those numbers, our friend in the Allen, John Carney, is right. Because all of those numbers are below your average Hall of Famer. Um, is Michael Young in the Hall of Fame? No. 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 His similarity, close. he has a higher batting, whatever, I don't know, similarity score than a lot of different Hall of Famers. Uh, but yeah, that's Joe Maurer. This is what I'll so say maybe about you're right. Joe Maurer. I'll, I'll look. I, think, I, I look this up. My basis for is a guy Hall of Fame worthy is was he one of the best uh, players at his position when he played? Uh, Joe Maurer played from 2004 to uh, through 2018. Now this is fan graphs now, so this is uh, F WAR, not B WAR. But he ranks third during that time with the 53 F WAR. Uh, could you guys guess who's who he's behind though? Because these these are some interesting guys that I don't think at least at least As the catchers. first guy. yeah these are just catchers. So he was third from 2004 to 2018, 53F4. He's behind Russell Martin and Brian McCann. Russell Martin was really good in in his like when he was rolling. Yeah, Russell Martin was really good, and Russell Martin stole bases. He was good defensively. Russell Martin Brian, was like Brian McCann was a good home run hitter during his yep. days, mm-hmm. and a, a good racist, uh, good a lot of things. <laughs> but uh, so our boy Yump in the comments asked if Yachty's a Hall of Famer. I am having way too much fun with this comparison tool, folks. But there's Yachty versus Joe Mauer, ladies and gentlemen. Jeez, oh, Pete. Yachty had the power numbers. Joe's got the other numbers. Yachty had the games played numbers by what? Yeah, he lot. played. Uh, he played four more seasons. Yep. Yeah. And Joe's got a you know him over thirteen points higher in career WAR. In the analytics. I say the analytics say 
other than the All Star, which is you know, obviously double digits, but <clears throat> could have just been the fact that they were just not that good at catchers during that time period, too. I mean, that yeah. war, though, that's a huge gap in war, though. That's a big yep. gap in war, but I really think Maurer got in mainly the batting titles, the MVPs, the top five MVP votings he was in. He is one of the best catchers of all time. I mean, again, he 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 was always in the AL. He was and during right. his time, I won't do this for like, anyone else. He was the best catcher during this. his era. I will do this in the American now. League, just because you're my guy. Oh, shit! Not <laughs> the same. Yeah, that's it. Wow! So, Yadi Molina equals Jason Kendall. Cubs legend Jason Candy. Cardinals fans. Look at the stolen bases on Jason Candy. Dude, Jason Candy was sneaky nice. He was nice. I am a big fan of catchers that can steal bases. Big fan. Guero, is he a a base stealer? Big fan of catchers that can steal bases. You just don't really expect it. Catchers have the stereotype of just being the slow guy, which is nine and a half out of ten times correct. But I'm a big fan of the catchers that can steal bases. Big fan. But my last thing on the Hall of Fame is, for fuck's sake, get Andrew Jones and Barry Bonds in the Hall of Fame. The Hoff. The Hoff. The Hoff. The Hoff. Don't have the Hall of Fame. In my opinion, the Hall of Fame will not be legitimate. Oh, it's 30 minutes. Until Barry Bonds is in the Hall of Fame. Call him a cheater. Call him what you want. A lot of other dudes were doing steroids in those eras too, and uh, they didn't have stat lines like Barry. So, <laughs> Tuki Tassant put up a video on his Instagram story of him. He can actually kind of rake. Holy shit! Hold on, I'm sure All right, let, let's switch it up. How many years was the DH <laughs> in the AL? Like fifty years. Let's switch it up. AL gets the pitchers to hit now for the next fifty years. And the National League gets the deal. Hold on. Look at Tukey Rake here. Yeah, this, that's a better video than the one Tim Anderson played. I was just going to say, that's a better swing than T.A.'s. There you go. Yeah. Oh, Yo, to, hey, you guys need a right fielder? Because Chris has been getting in Tukey's ear. Like, yo, hey, Tukey, we do have a spot open in right field, second base maybe. Shout out to the – 200. Shout out to our friends at Sox on 35th for throwing that video up on Twitter. And their caption was Tuki Otani loading. Speaking <laughs> speaking of videos and the White Sox, so because you're the oh, one we do, we do need to talk about this. I trust me, a lot of people. Yeah, bring it. I mean, bring it up. Bring it up. Set it up. <laughs> so hold on. I want to get. Did they take it all? They took it all down. Yeah, they deleted both on Twitter, on Instagram, on Twitter. So. Whoever was running the White Sox social media account on Tuesday, I think has a vendetta against Jacob Gonzalez because they tweeted out like just getting started and had a stat graphic pick of him and they're terrible stats. Oh no, it's still on Instagram though. And then the Instagram post. Oh wait, never mind. They put just getting no. That's because someone grabbed a screen grab. No, no. This is somebody video. else. I, I, it's Jacob Burke that they put up four days ago. I thought, but I thought oh. that was Jacob Gonzalez. But then they put up video highlights 
for first round pick, call it that. Jacob Gonzalez. And one of the highlights is a soft ground ball to first base. It's a ground up, but he got an RBI. No, so it wasn't a couple. It was the highlight was an RBI yeah, ground the, out. <laughs> a soft RBI ground out to first. Like, why? Why did they this, do that? Is this, I mean, I know we're down bad. <laughs> All right. I know we're down bad. I know we're down real bad. But are we seriously this bad that we're putting up ground out to first base highlights for our first round draft picks? Which, by the way. This is brutal, dude. But, but they <laughs> have like a top 15 prospect. And Colson Montgomery just post his highlights every day. Just yeah. do that, White Sox. Come just on, every day, so, roll it. Just roll it. Loop. Again, it's okay to ignore a, a rough couple months for your first round uh, draft pick. It's right. okay. White Sox he fans turn, weren't asking. Yeah, where are no. the Jacob Gonzalez highlights? Not at all. I think Mitch said it once. Like, yo, he had a shitty. Yeah, you know, he was bad. He was bad. And I was like, yeah, okay, well, you know, let him play a full season. Let him get a full offseason in. You know, like, whatever. <clears throat> I'm not overly concerned about Jacob Gonzalez's development at this state right now. I mean, again, he plays the left side of the infield. We got a kid that we we got a guy. Close <laughs> Montgomery is that guy. You know you know what? You know what? What if this was just, like, motivation? It's like, yo, Jacob Gonzalez. I don't know what it was. You want more you graphics? Want... You better get those numbers <laughs> I think someone went rogue, dude. Someone in the uh, social media team, like Jerry Maguire, that shit. I <laughs> who's coming it, with me? <laughs> what if they just? What if it literally was? It's just an intern, and you know, obviously they're doing social media, but it's Probably not is. someone who knows baseball. And mm-hmm. like they just they just look. They're like, hey, oh, we have a RBI's- we have a list of these prospects. We want to yeah. throughout the off season. We want you to do tweet like social media posts on them. And they're just they're just like, all right, Jacob Ooh, Gonzalez is today. There, Fitz. Let me that's look at the numbers. All right, this is what he did. He had a whatever his average was, his OPS. It's like, all right, I don't know if that's good. It's just numbers to me. They put gotta, it up. <laughs> all you gotta do is copy the stats in there and say literally yeah. create. It's like, all right, here you go. Create your Jacob Gonzalez graphic. And you have like even emojis. They'll give you an emoji for it. It's, it's incredible. Here, let me check. I'm going to go to his MILB page. I'm assuming he didn't have a lot of video highlights. I'm assuming that RBI grind out was like one of a couple. Let's see. <laughs> oh, my God. Again, you know, I don't amazing. know why. What, what is the Hooter. other explanation? Marla Hooch. What a hitter. What a hitter. Standard far away from the camera. Is this another one of those segments where... We're, if you're listening at home right now, Aldo has his shirt off. He's on mute, but he is swinging yeah. his shirt again over his head while he. No, okay. Like he literally has. So it's exactly, it's exactly what it is. He has one video highlight on ML, MILB.com. Is it that? Is it's it that RBI. He first? only has one video highlight. So, that's one more like, than I have. <laughs> just saying. No, no, that's what I'm but, saying. The White Sox probably just gave this like intern, or maybe it is just their social media person. Who knows? And they're like, "Hey, Jacob Gonzalez, we need to do something on him this off season." That came on their calendar. They're like, "All right, what what are his highlights?" Up, oh, this is the only video that I could find that's licensed by MLB. All right, that's that's what's going up. That's all I got. That's all I got to work with. Yeah, and then I they got, got the backlash no. and like shit. But that's just. <laughs> 
Brutal, man. I got to pay. Uh, Ian dropped this one. Uh, Magical as Modoc on AI is one of the funniest. Type in Nick Magical as Modoc if you have AI that does the art and you have a gold mine. Just saying. And that's right, Ian. You got to get you got to get in contact with the with the White Sox and be like, yo, you guys want some actual uh, social media post? Hit up your boy at uh, Daily White Sox. Like we got, we have we have actual highlights that you guys uh, can. Uh, do you guys want to get mad? Uh oh. Well, I Wait. just saw a list from the Indians or yep. from the uh, walk, BR yeah. walk off the top ten landing spots for Emmanuel Clase or whatever. No, not that, not that one. We talked about that last week. Left uh, field. We have another MLB Network shredder. The shredder's back, baby. Top ten left fielders starting at number ten: Kyle Schwarber. Number nine: Matt Walner. Sure. Number eight: Kristen Yelich. Number seven: Lars Nutbar. Number six, Randy Rosarina. Number five, Chas McCormick. Number four, Brian Reynolds. Number three, Nolan Jones. Number two, Brandon Nemo. Number one, Jordan Alvarez. The reigning gold glove winner is not on there. Uh, and then our boy over at Obvious Shirts replied with a graphic of his own where he had the list and he put how many games they played at left field next to their name. <laughs> Jordan Alvarez, 40. Brandon Nemo, 10. Nolan Jones, 59. Brian Reynolds, 115. Chaz McCormick, 51. Randy Rosarina, 122. Lars Newbar, 21. Christian Yelich, 138. Matt Walner, 40. That's why Matt Walner, I was like, he's on the Twins. I've never heard of this guy. Matt Walner, 41. Kyle Schwarber, 103. God, does MLB Network suck. That's why That's why I can't get mad over these lists, man. They're just ridiculous. I can't do it. <laughs> I just don't get it, dude. I mean, I get it because I know what they're doing for content. I mean, we're doing exactly what they want us to do. But how do you get paid to do this every day? Oh, uh, whatever. So we did. We put out a an SOS because we got nothing to talk about. It's so good, <laughs> and we got uh, a couple questions from Twitter that people want us to discuss. So let's start, let's start with number one. We could just kind of go round robin with this comment section, fire it up in here too. What is the ideal baseball slash softball position you'd like to teach your kid to play? Now, Fids, very valid follow-up question. Are we talking lefty or righty? For the sake of this, we'll go one time around righty, one time around lefty. At work? All right. So righty, uh, shortstop. Because when they grow up, most athletic, most versatility. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, unless you're like Shohei Otani, uh, you're going to be making a lot of money. The most money in the league. Shortstop. Mm-hmm. Unless you're right-handed. <clears throat> I'm going to give That's you the right-handed. answer that any real coach worth their weight and salt will give you. Don't specialize. Learn all fucking nine, please. No, well, that's not the question. Boo. Well, that's not the question. Boo. <laughs> that was the question. If I had to choose Boo. only one, can I choose the two? Because my two really... <clears throat> it's a two-pronged approach. Because if you're going to play shortstop, you better be a fucking pitcher, too, at, at that age, at a younger age. Best athletes play short. Best arms are on the bump if you're a right-hander. Yep. So my right-handed one is because it's my kid. So sorry, bud, but you're going to be slow. Uh, but you're gonna have a pretty good. You're gonna have a pretty good arm. You're gonna be able to move laterally pretty good. You know what? You're just gonna carry on the time honor tradition in this family. 
you're gonna be the fucking captain out there. You're gonna be the catcher. Mm. Mm. So that's good. Yep. I mean, I played catcher. A lot of my cousins, a lot of my uncles, we all play catcher because we all kind of big boys who can move, got good arms, but we're slow as shit. So, <laughs> I play, actually, play I caught all the way up. I caught all the way up to see that would be, uh, that would be eleven year old. I was, I still caught a little bit in majors. I guess I caught a little bit of majors. I caught some once in a blue. I actually in high school I caught one. I caught uh, uh, my own no hitter. Um, long story short. I started the game. I was dominating. It was a really bad team. I was dominating. And the guy that was catching, his name was Andy. At the top of the fifth inning, we were up like 20. He's like, can I pitch? I'm like, yeah, sure, flip. He came in. He walked like three straight dudes. Our coach came out, had a switch, take the equipment off, put me back on the bump because you can switch positions in that manner. And I finished the inning, and I literally caught my own no-hitter. So that was a weird thing. But... Big fan of switching positions. Uh, yeah. Never specialized. But after that, yeah, if you're mo- if you're not going to move, that's a good spot for you. Third base, too, is good for a guy with, a, with an arm like that and, and isn't super lateral. Yeah, left-handed. I used to play corner infield a lot, too. Yeah. Left-handed, no doubt, pitching. Yeah, pitcher. I'm not pitching. even going to like beat around the bush. Pitcher. Yeah, outside of pitching, obviously, you want a center fielder. Right, but pitcher. You, there's Which some the horse shit relievers in the MLB that have they had long careers just because they're left-handed. What are you trying to say about chasing Dick? I wasn't saying that about chasing. <laughs> I have one guy. I have one oh, guy in mind. Yes. <laughs> Although that's why we're on the same page. There he is. <laughs> that's funny. Oh man, that's the uh, uh, Dwayne Wade to LeBron alley. Yeah, alley right there. That was perfect. That's the G you wanted teed up as opposed to the one earlier. But yeah, no lefty. Let's get him on the bump, like you said, Fids. If he needs to, he can play shortstop or center field, but no, not really shortstop, but center field. You can play in the outfield in off days if he wants to hit. I mean, but... look, if you're doing it right, you're going to just, you know, tie your kid's right hand behind his back until he's like six. But right. that, I mean, that's only if you're doing it right. So um, most people don't. Yeah. <laughs> no, but... I'm not. Long I'm fucking I actually still don't know what hand Baby Zoe is because he can feel pretty good with both, both arms. We all can I mean, until someone makes excuse. He like switches halfway through his little T ball practices. I'm like, I'm not buying you two gloves, dude. But you figure it out. I love that. <laughs> I love that, dude. Because that means he's going to fine tune something and eventually he'll decide when one supersedes the other. But he's he got a pretty good arm, dude. Old to be something. He's allowing like literally the fit, you know, his physicality take over and choose for him. Because eventually he might be a little stronger. With his right arm or his left arm, you know, yep. maybe he has more command with one of them. Something's going to click where he's going to be like, I like this one better. And he's going to obviously, but that, that's still exactly throws right, hits left. Ooh, that'd that's be good. awesome. Well, right hander should hit real well. But to be honest, I just don't exactly what I said about the catcher. I mean, I'm already, like, he's in this like intro to T ball class, right? And it's mm-hmm. three to five year olds. He's three and it's mostly five years old. They run sprints. He's last by a long shot. Granted, he's three. These kids like actually know how to run, and he's kind of like bopping. He's not even running, but I'm just laughing because I'm like, yep, that's my kid, last, like his dad. Um, but then they do like throwing drills. He's out throwing most of these five-year-olds. There you go. I'm like, hell yeah, dude. He doesn't throw like a, a straight like a rope yet, but he can throw it farther than them. And I'm like, oh, shit. And he does it with both hands. That's awesome. Like, All right. Maybe a second baseman, good arms. Yeah, I don't know, man. Eat Alonzo at first base if he doesn't get super tall. 
or uh, or, or Andrew Vaughn, one of the two. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm trying to be a very realistic sports dad. That's like my goal in life. I don't want to be one of those guys that's like, oh shit, my kid's gonna be trout. Like, I get it. Like, high school baseball is pretty much gonna be the end of the road here. But yeah, if he can hit, he can do some shit. But we'll see. They haven't gotten to that. I think we're doing that on Saturday. I'll let you guys know. Eventually, it takes more. You, yeah, we did base running you, and uh, throwing. You, Zoe, you can start a TikTok series and just be yeah, like, obviously, it's a joke. You do it as a bit. You could be the obnoxious <laughs> dad at like the like like t-ball practice. I, and like I give would, scouting reports. Just, give scouting reports. Beard, just just like Coach Beard would be a total piece of shit. Like I would, but a piece of shit. Like I would, but I feel terrible because like I don't even like taking pictures of him when he's at this camp because I don't want to put like other kids' faces on uh, social media and shit like that because. Some parents are weird about. I mean, obviously, I don't give a shit. But some parents are like super weird about that stuff, and so you, know, that's you, can do. you bring up a good point too. So for anybody that's listening, and you got a little one, um, as as they're developing as a young ball player, two things that are going to be a necessity: obviously a T, and then mm-hmm. uh, some string, and a sh- and just a regular like thin sheet from a bed. Hang those up. Get a little basket. Mm-hmm. Hang hang to hang. Hang the sheet over. You can put it in a laundry room as long as there's swing space. You can put it in a garage as long as there's swing space. You can undo the strand, the string too, so it doesn't get in the way. You can remove it and put it back and have a place for a kid to go in there and hit off the tee into that little, you know, again, just wiffle balls are fine. Tennis balls work too. Wiffle balls are fine. Hit into that, that net. It's not going to hurt anything. Let them keep fine-tuning there. That's also you can get some saw toss in there, but you have an opportunity. Give the kid a place just to go every night. Go get 100 swings off the tee whenever yeah. that bug hits, and that's – that's not just something, you know, a nerd, little nerd shit here, right? Um, no. Therapy for ball players. when shit goes bad, there is nothing better than just getting on a tee and just swinging to your hands bleed um, off yep. the tee. That is a therapeutic thing for baseball players, and I love oh, that. I and if you got a young agree. those are things, real cheap, inexpensive ways to give them that outlet um, and that ability to, to keep getting that extra in. I did that on Saturday. I had a really shitty week, and not baseball, but – something that's extremely therapeutic to me is going and swinging a golf club for an hour as hard as I can. Like no one talked to me. I'm not talking to anybody. I put my headphones on full blast and I just fucking take daddy hacks the whole time. Just <laughs> and like till my back hurts to everything. But <laughs> tell you what, I feel great after that. Like I feel yeah. really good. Ghost story, ghost story, ghost story. I am the African <laughs> to Missy's question. I don't care what he plays to be honest with you. I just want him to play, but mm-hmm. if and then if he's like, dude, baseball sucks, I'm gonna be like, all right, word. What do you want to do? But I dance. I want to sure and be the best fucking dancer you can be, kid. He's a you know what I mean? Like, I don't really give a shit, but it seems like he likes it. What I said it was funny, dude. Like, I've never seen him be competitive before. You know what I mean? Like, he's just never been in like the environment. And we get there and they start out by running, and then the guy's like, all right, dude go get go to your folks and get a water break so like little dude runs over to me and i'm like do you want water he goes no i just want to get back out there i'm like i've never seen this side of you before all right go <laughs> he gets back out there and then like next water break comes back out. i'm like you want some water he's like i gotta be faster i gotta be faster i'm like oh shit all right dude like let's go man uh what am i listening to on full blast it yeah dog i am the worst person to ask that question I really do listen to everything. It all depends on. On Saturday, it was a mix of Slipknot and Butt Rock. 
Do you know so, I'm I'm listening to this band lately. It's called Camp C A A M. Not bad at all. Not bad. At, I've heard I'm of them. I'm digging them. It's yep. it, it's a little it's a little bit uh, like trampled by turtles ish. Yep. yep. Which I'm a big fan of. So I yes, I, I uh, I've been listening to a lot of Alex Sox. New Black Key song was really good. Came out yesterday. Uh, we are not in a coolers league yet. This is indoor in a gym t-ball. I have to sit in a folding chair along the wall. <laughs> and people laugh at me because when he does good, I'm like, yeah, dude. <laughs> so like, is this guy high? I'm like, no, I'm really not. <laughs> like, um... like, yeah, dude. <laughs> good job, dude. Um, yeah, but what were we talking about? Oh, next question. Slipknot is a very good band. Ooh, I did get my Innings Fest passes came today for Innings okay. Fest, although, so I don't know if my fiance is coming to the game or not. So if she doesn't come to the game, then your ticket's yours totally. Left field berm, you're gonna left field berm, and then going straight to the show right afterwards, which is uh, Greta Van Fleet, 311, Jimmy Eat World, and then uh, that nice red hot chili peppers, which would be kind of cool. Oh, shit. Ooh, and then good, uh... next night is uh, the Ryan Dempster show. And then, yeah, it's, I think it's, um, I want to say the ones I'm going to, at least it's going to be um, young, the giant, obviously okay. Hosier is the headliner. Uh, and then um, who are the other two? Shit. I forget now. I always forget. There's two like in the middle of that between those that are pretty good. Oh, and for you golfers out there, uh, I demoed the new Callaway paradigm smoke AI driver. Good Lord. Oh, speaking of which, let's put up that super chat. We're broke bitches banner. <laughs> oh, Macklemore and Third Eye Blind. That's what it was. Macklemore and Third Eye Blind. That'll be pretty Because that shit is expansive. Uh, but yeah, go check out that driver because it's awesome. Um, next question. Make predictions of what the White Sox program will be like at the hashtag elitist season ticket holder event Friday. Who will speak? What will they talk about? So, for those that don't know, the White Sox are not having Sox Fest, but they're doing their annual season ticket holder private event on Friday. Some people are mad about it. I think that's stupid. They should definitely do things for their season ticket holders. Those are the people that spend the most money with the team. Um, they should actually be doing more, in my opinion, for their season ticket holders by starting off with having their own gate to enter the ballpark because – if I drop that kind of money on season tickets and I got to wait in a 45-minute line to get into the park, that's not cool. That's not cool. Trying to, bougie, trying to keep it bougie with a little bit of Beethoven. Yeah. That's not uh, copyright. He's dead for a long time. Yeah. We're good there. I'm pretty sure somebody owns it. Uh, Missy, let me know. <laughs> I can probably get a team. Um We'll talk. We'll talk. Well, Brooks Boyer, front and center. Gats is is definitely there. Gats is 100% there. We brought it up this week. Can we celebrate the final passage of having both Getsy and Gets as sports names in the city of Chicago? Yeah, dude. I felt bad. That dude. Commented on my joking? Bears post, and but, I was like, "Oh no, I don't know what he's doing here." So I'm just gonna put question mark, and then he got like mad about it. But whatever. Um, it's when the joke goes over someone's head. You shouldn't be mad at the other person. Anyways, I don't know. The problem is a lot of their 
big names don't speak English. Um, Andrew Reese Vaughn. Robert, Vaughn will probably be there. Vaughn will probably be there. And I need beef. If you're still watching, you don't need to comment or anything. Just listen. I need a picture of you next to Andrew Vaughn. Blink twice. We need the height. <laughs> we need the height different picture. For those of you who don't know, beef's beef's got some height to him. So I need the beef next to Andrew Vaughn picture because and we're a little bit your, thicker soles than normal too. Like get some real actually, good. Actually, 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 put Andrew Vaughn in between you and my sock summer. <laughs> Take that picture. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's gonna be like that um, uh, Piper Perry uh, meme. I. And you deserve it, Dave. You deserve it. If he, if you get he's a, just gonna, if you get a throat chop, you earned the throat chop. You earned it. He's just gonna give you the big eye stare across the room all day, like his main picture. <laughs> there he is. Just look at. And imagine that, Beef. Just for like thirty minutes straight, he doesn't leave that pose, and he's just looking at you. Like I could say, Andrew aisle, walking in and out doesn't matter. That look. Andrew Vaughn's like sitting at a table, and like you know, all the other people are going up to him. They're like, oh, let me get your photo, and he stays sitting down. And then he, Beef Loaf comes yes. up. He's like, hey, can Please. I get a photo? And he's like, oh, sure, come over. And he's like, no, do like it. stand up. Do it and for the like, memes, Beef. And he's like, I am standing. <laughs> I am standing. for the memes. You dick. Oh, my bad. I got to think. Uh, get my wallet there real quick. If you need to refer to uh, the very helpful charts that uh, Miss Carroll put together. But I believe a lot of the hometown heroes will be there. Nikki Lopez. Nikki Lopez. The Don. The Hood. Uh, <laughs> them guys. I think a lot Jeff of the Price. Illinois guys will be there. Andrew Bond will probably be there. Um, they'll probably sprinkle in some prospects. Like I, I don't <laughs> think Colson Montgomery would be there, but it'd be a good idea for them to do that. Um, Jacob Gonzalez, like probably not going to be there now. <laughs> no, Jacob. <laughs> I can't believe they fucking did that to him, dude. Um, who else? Cease? Would Dylan Cease be there? He's your star. He's not getting traded. It's too late for that. He's like in the woods frothing. Can you imagine if he shows up? He gets traded like day like while oh, we're in. There you go. <laughs> See? All right. I think that's a good move by the White Sox to have Montgomery there. Um there you go. By the way, that is that I, Colson Montgomery will be there. I can't really think of anybody else that I like. Like who who would you want to see? So if you were a season ticket holder and you went, who would you want to see? Colson Montgomery. Um, Not this guy. I mean, I'd like to see. He's well, you might outside. see him in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be bumming smokes outside. Uh, I mean, I'd like to see like Yohan Moncada, Luis Robert, Aloy. But I've seen those guys at SoxFest and they'll talk for a couple minutes. And then when they just don't feel like talking, you just get hit with like the no English right away. And you're like, bro, I just saw you do a 20 minute interview. Like stop. <laughs> no, Elo can't get away with that anymore. He, he no, does interviews on... now in English. Elo oh, but let's, let's transit. Oh, so, yeah, let's... <laughs> you guys saw this, right? Fizz, yeah. did you see it? Eloy was on uh, AJ Pruszynski's show. What is it? Foul territory. Foul territory. Yep. And they were talking about this season and, you know, there's a lot of, you know, what guys fluff. say type shit. But um, the thing that Eloy said that really stood out to White Sox Twitter was 
if I'm healthy, if I stay healthy for a full season, I could hit over 50 homers. Nope. No, no, come on. 40s are 40. 40, 40, 40. 40. <laughs> if I can stay healthy for a full season, I can hit over 40 bombs. Wait. The thing that pisses off White Sox Twitter is the fact that he said, if I can stay healthy. Yeah, he's not right. He's being realist, at least. I mean, no, he is, but like, does he already is he not healthy right now? At least, I mean, I I just would like him to focus more on the staying healthy part. I mean, I got he said he's had a great offseason working uh with the White Sox new hitting coach, Thames. Like, they are seeing eye to eye, they're working a lot together, like, everything's good, but. You know, it's unlucky. Some of the stuff's unlucky. Some of it's not. You do what you, what you can to take care of your body, so you're in the perfect position, so that if you do do something, at least you bounce back quicker. But I mean, some of his shit's been freakish. Some of it's been self, you know, self inflicted. Yeah, it's just, but I mean, it's hard. It's hard with players with health. Like I'm learning this, you know, with KB doing the same thing too. It's this hard. Man. These guys work their ass off all off season, and then just a bum slide. They come out of the box too, and and they get an injury that nags. And the nagging ones are the worst because, especially if you get it like in, in April or May, you're fucked. It's it's there. You're you're playing the next four or five, five months of your life with that nagging injury, and you 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 make adjustments elsewhere, and you end up hurting something else too. It sucks. And I Just, get it, but like Beef saying in the comments, and I that's what I was kind of saying on Twitter too. Like he's healthy right now, and the fact that he's sitting there thinking about being injured this season already. <laughs> yeah. Because I think the I think the, the like the back and forth went it was like AJ was like oh like how many home runs can you hit for me this year and you know he's mm-hmm. like oh like over thirty and then Eli's like well if I'm healthy I'll get you more than forty but like that was his first words if I'm healthy <laughs> yeah it's like, it's come, on. like <laughs> Wait, come on and like no that, that's why I was asking I like, think is he I'm not healthy right now like, well so I don't do know if I play 162 games I can hit 50 or 40 home runs that's that's right. what I take that as like I, but also. I think Eloy's ego took a huge, huge blow. Huge Pick rocks, Mitch. Speaking of blow. <laughs> what a what second. Effect. That could not have asked for a better entry. Whoa. All right, you're back. You had a massive echo for a minute there. But you're all right. But what we're talking about is Eloy saying if he's healthy, he can hit 40 home runs. He's got incredible right. self-awareness. I'll, I'll give him that, especially saying that while he is fully healthy, presumably. Yes. And then, <laughs> but the story came out that the White Sox were trying to actively shop Aloy, and basically every other team in the league was like, nah, we're good. Like, yeah. that's a kick in the nuts, man. That that, And he could say he doesn't read it or he didn't know, whatever. No. You know that happened. Like, that's, whew. I mean, oh, do you really Mitch. shame these other teams, though? If you're looking no. at, like, especially what he's owed, which even, like, in re- it doesn't seem like a lot. It's going to be, like, $16 million, I-, I think, next year. But over the, the next three years, years I think it's going to be – his next three years that they pick up his options, he's going to get paid, I think, $48 million. Well, Larry's Guriel, he just got paid $42 million for the same amount of time, and he had more home runs. Over- he has more home runs over the last three seasons, more RBIs. So, like, why are we paying more for a guy that's always hurt? He's supposed to hit home runs. He doesn't hit home runs anymore. So, and he can't play defense. He got like a 26, 27 year old DH. So, like, yeah, no shit. Your trade value is not going to be very good. Right. So, like, no, no still... one, no one laughs at his like. Well, I remember when the Cubs traded me. It's like that was that was cute when you were hitting like thirty five home runs 
And, you know, the White Sox were supposed to be good, but, like, ain't nobody give a shit when the team is rebuilding <laughs> and you're, you have a 750 OPS. Right. You know what's telling about the whole thing, too? His career high in homers is 31. That came during his rookie year. And, like, you can yep. use the injury thing. As a, and he was hurt during his rookie year, too. He played 124 yeah, games. Yeah, he's every year. Last year he played 122. He hit 14. So, like, or 18. But, like, still, significant drop-off. Like, we haven't seen the pop since 2020, really, is the last sure. time we've seen significant power from him. Here's my question to you all, though. What do you think? Solaire, who was the original, or Eloy, who was supposed to be Solaire evolved? Like, who well, is who well, the better player? Eloy was supposed to be like, well, you're right. They were both like a, uh, supposed to be like top prospect. But like at this point, you look at it, Jorge Soler, he, hit, he hits for power. Like, <laughs> does it? He, he has legit power. Like, you're in, he hits piss missiles, dude. I still want the nice to sign him. I don't yeah, care. You know, the furthest balls I've ever seen in my entire like, life. So the biggest thing like, when he was with the Cubs and he was traded for Wade Davis was like if the DH existed back then, the Cubs probably would have found a way to keep him because like they yep. they really didn't have a spot for him. He obviously we've seen he's not that good defensively and he he hasn't gotten any better. He's he's pretty much just a DH now. But the Cubs were like, well, you know, we have Hayward here. We already have a Schwarber out and left. Uh, we're not putting you in center. We have Dexter Fowler. Mm-hmm. Let's let's maximize your value here. Let's get an All Star closer. But you know he he's still he's not like the all around star he's not like the five tool player, but he's still a legit power guy and it's like That's yeah you're comparing to Eloy, man. I know I think Eloy stock just fell so yeah. much because when he was traded in his rookie uh, year, this yep. dude was he was going to be a star he was going to be a forty home run hitter for mm-hmm. the White Sox he was going to be like Carlos Lee for you guys. Yeah. I threw a hissy fit. I, was traded, I threw a hissy fit like one of my one of my trademark hissy fits too like a big one that day that was a bad one i was very very angry that was a well i think the different going to the solaire comparison if you're going like raw talent you is the much i think he's the more talented hitter because he can mm-hmm. hit for average too when he's on like you look at that silver slugger season he had in 2020 and yep. he was hitting close to 300 with 14 homers and 55 games like that is the eloy we expected to see throughout the duration of his career and it just hasn't was, panned out. And I think some of that too is like, I mean, baseball, Kevin, you know, better than anyone just coach baseball is a huge confidence sport. Like if you're not playing with confidence, then like if you get in a slump, that thing can spiral pretty quickly. So you get the injuries. He had some of the struggles. He's constantly rehabbing. I think the, the confidence definitely took a hit. Yeah. And it is, again, he's, he was supposed to be Solaire evolved, like a better version of Solaire. Yeah. Like that's what the expectation been was. all around better yeah. like, mm-hmm. offensive profile. Yeah. Yeah, it was like it was almost uh, like the, the, the man's evolution poster, right? It was go from Solaire then to to uh, to Eloy and then to Magical, right? Because that's the oh wait, <laughs> no. Super chat from our boy Johnny Southside Bong. So cheers, homies. Cheers. Yeah. One of the best mixtapes you'll ever see. By the way, <laughs> oh, AKA, fantastic. Uh, Mitch's future co-host. Were you guys playing? Was it? Were you guys playing knockout, or were you just having a three-point shooting contest? What the? Yeah, what that, that? You got to watch the video, man. I watched. I watched the Missy version. That was like perfect. No, I don't know. You gotta watch watch the the yeah, yeah, you got to watch. I'm doing video. the three-point challenge today, and I'm not going to lie. I'm at Thirteen for forty. So like, it wasn't really it wasn't better. We barely cleared the the benchmark, but yeah. Oof. I only had ten minutes though, so I was kind of chucking them up. Oh, Wait, it was yeah. knockout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, they weren't playing knockout. They, they no, no, they like. Oh, well, and then, yeah. the yeah that part yeah, but the main <laughs> part of the video was HBIC trying to 
hit more three pointers than the Bulls did their first game of the season. What he ended oh. up with, it was actually like a, I didn't think he was going to be able to do it. He actually hit it. He cleared it at a pretty. Yeah, it was didn't he look. Was he doing it stationary or off the? Pad? I got to see this now. I got to. Was he going no, off? It was, it was stationary. Was, well, that's it was hard. You got to yourself there. You got to get. It. You got to get, get, get the. Into I it. will say, dude, yeah. he shoots yeah. from like right here. Oh, like, like a flick. Hey, if it goes in, don't matter. No, I know if it, it goes in, it doesn't matter. But no, if we're playing pickup game, I'm putting that thing in the parking lot. Yeah, that's why he's a spot up shooter. He's <laughs> catch and shoot. <Yeah. laughs> Unless he uh, yes, he's it's around you first and he's faster. It was he like, said you were a little bit slow of foot. No, I can block. You have to jump he's to block sh- that. Now Zoe would just be like hand up. Like. See, Fizz, I'm not fast, but I'm quick. Does that make sense? Oh yeah, well that's what they say about me thinking wise. I'm not fast, but I'm quick. But I'm, I'm slow. not fast, but I'm quick. So that's why I was okay at basketball because I mean you're gonna beat me sprinting down the court, but I got pretty quick hands, so that's, I can block shots and steal, and I got a pretty good jumper still. But yeah, I, that's the first thing I noticed when he took his first shot. I was like, I was like, oh boy, that's. I think getting following me. the case race, it's a pickup basketball game afterwards, and that'll be the tiebreaker from from the case race against. The, against I think a game. I don't. That's too much card. What about like fucking like a game of horse? Yeah, it's got to be or like half court or something. Yeah, I'm oh yeah, yeah. We're not I'm not running pulls. I don't want to treat that much cardio. Let's let's be honest here now. I will say, Johnny Southside Bomb plays basketball like a hockey player. So is he, he the guy out there? How do you think Charles? Johnny. Johnny's the guy that's always out of control that accidentally hits you in the nuts when he has to defend you, and you're the guy that like, please God, don't let him defend me today he's because he always is the fucking nuts. That's the guy. He's the nut tapper, aren't you? you aren't your guy. You're the <laughs> nut tapper. Oh, yeah. those guys, plays, I had a guy here. Oh God! Every time you leave on a Sunday those, morning. For those of you that know what I'm talking about, he plays basketball like a hockey player. It's physical, like 100. That was like the that's like the perfect comparison. I can't find the video. Um, what were we talking about? Oh Eloy. boy, yeah. Well, he's prove him wrong. Maybe maybe he needed that. Maybe it's a little uh, yep. little fire. Little you fire know what the funniest part of that whole clip was? I asked him, well, "Give us a total." I'd rather just do it. See, he he knew uh, what he was <laughs> yeah. Um, next question. Oh, Mitch, we got questions from the listeners today right. on Twitter. That's what we're what asking. the previous one? Give me a rapid fire. Uh, ideal position you would teach your kid to play in baseball? Shortstop. What if he's a lefty? Pitcher. Okay. Yeah. Pretty much on par. Yep. <laughs> um, who do you think is going to show up or talk at the season ticket holder event on Friday? Uh, like player. Oh, uh, probably Pedro, and then they'll probably have some. No, like, we didn't say uh, Pedro. Like, Gavin Sheet, <laughs> dude. Like, I think it's back out. We didn't even uh, say the manager of the team. No, we didn't even say Pedro. <laughs> Colson Montgomery supposedly is going to be there. He's a no national guts. today. My yeah. buddy just sent a selfie of him and Colson Montgomery in the Chipotle. So there you, you know, Guts is going to be there. If Andrew Vaughn's there, we've already told Beef he needs to take a picture next to him. So it's like the height thing. Uh, do you think any? Like, do you think any of the announcers are going to be there? Steve Stone. And who else? Because we don't know who the fuck else is the other guy. <laughs> He's not. Um, he does road trips anymore. Yeah, Steve's Connor definitely going to be there. Uh, the third question, I guess, is just for me, and we all know who this is from. How come Southside Zoe only uses a 12-watt light bulb in his podcast studio? <laughs> For the fourth time. Valid. This is not a podcast studio. This is my office. My basement flooded, and all the shit from the basement came into my office. Hence, all this shit back here. I only have one light in here. It's that lamp right there. When I have that on, it's too much of a glare, so I have to use 
this ring light and put it over here so people can see. It's also great at ghost stories. And then this is my other monitor. And if I go off of anything that's not dark mode, it looks like I'm in a tanning bed. <laughs> Illuminated. So there's your answer for that. For I think that's I'm not kidding. That's the fourth time I've had to say that. Hey, um, car, that's for sure. Next one. Stock's new ballpark rumors. Is it real or is it just meant to distract us from the current state of the organization? Oh, definitely real. Definitely real. And actually doing research on it, you can read a little details. Sports mockery, sportsmockery.com. The mm -hmm. first time they threatened to move to Tampa, it, they got an excellent deal because the state didn't want to lose. Them. Like they did not have to pay rent on that ballpark mm -hmm. for the first 10 years. They also, in that agreement, super team friendly, state of Illinois is paying $5 million for that ballpark each year. Uh, city of Chicago is paying $5 million for that ballpark each year. The White Sox, now that the first 10-year period is up, they pay $1.5 million each year for rent. Another perk that they got, which also explains the attendance thing, they're incentivized to not sell tickets. If they're under $1.3 million in total ticket sales, they do not have to pay any taxes on those sales as part of their agreement. And they've only eclipsed that total once in the last decade. So they have a super team threatenly deal because of that. And they know he doesn't like all the development around the ballpark with all those 70 acres of like parking lots. They want some development there. So, yeah, I think it's real. And I think that's why the Nashville rumors came out because he's trying to get another good deal just in a better location. But, yeah, absolutely. Let me tell you guys something. Let me tell you guys something. So this is one of the things when people ask, what's the difference between like a podcast with you guys and like someone that's, you know, a big shot, big J journalist. A lot of these big J journalists aren't from Chicago. I mean, it is what it is. I'm not like putting them down or anything like that. They're from far up North or a different state or something like that. So when you get shows like this, that have guys that lived here their entire lives, you know people, especially people in union jobs, a.k.a. construction. Pipe fitters. This is real. Oh, yeah. That's, I'm just going to say that like that. This is real. I mean, he's been dropping hints for a while. Even last year, he was dropping a hint that like, yeah, we're exploring. Like, it, the smoke, mm -hmm. there's fire. Yep. I don't have, you know. Nashville. In, no, it ain't going to be Nashville Fitz. <laughs> that ship sailed, dude. Um, I mean, I don't have connections like a lot of them do, like inside the team. Like, I don't know the assistant GM or I don't know this guy or that guy. Yeah, got <laughs> I know the guys that are going to do the those guys got fired. <laughs> I, I know the guys that are going to do the work. We'll put it that way. And it's real. I don't know when. I don't know any other details. I'll tell you what. Well, that was the other thing. We're all assume, or I mean, I, I, again, uh, to answer the question, I think it is real. Uh, and like how Mitch explained with the timeline of Jerry and his leaks and the meetings with the mayor and the Nashville stuff coming out, he just, he just wants a better all, deal yep. this time around. Um, just like but Jerry, also, offers from every <laughs> suburb. Yeah. Like, but also, I, I, I am wondering how long it is going to take to build that stadium and if there's going to be any overlap of uh, that lease comes up in, after so, 2029 and they still don't have the, the new stadium yeah. open. <laughs> since we're on this topic, though, there is another rumor about this that we can share. Ooh. Um, let me get her exact name. The woman that 
might be connected with this. I've had three or four different people in the last week or so reach out to me to tell me this. Um, her name is Melody Hobson. For those of you that don't know, go ahead and Google her husband. Oh, we should do that right now. Star Hold on. Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. Oh, my goodness gracious. William Shatner. He was trying to do something near Soldier Field a few years ago, too. Like, I think he's trying to build a museum. In, like, he was trying to build a museum in the parking yeah. lot. Uh, the guy's worth like $5 billion. And I know it's a it's a reach and it's fun. It's rumor fun time season. But, yeah, that'd be cool. And, yeah, she has more money than he does. Now, this is where I would – this is where it does concern me. If you look at the history of the 70, they call it that plot of land. They want to build it. There's been a lot of people that have been trying to develop stuff there. There's the 78, yeah. That's, yeah. Um, there's been a lot of people trying to develop stuff there. Not a whole lot of traction. There's also been some sketchy investors that have gone through. I think it was like Rob Bogoyevich is like one of his former assistants. Rob's legit. He's not in jail. Uh, well, <laughs> he got in trouble. There's a former guy that had ties with Donald Trump that helped him do contracting in New York. He got indicted for the... 2016 Russia election scandal thing. And there was also some uh, Saudi Arabian guy that also got uh, arrested. And those mm-hmm. are the last people to try to develop stuff on there. So now Jerry's taking a crack at it. So Good track record there. All yeah. right. I should clarify. Oh, I do want to clarify what I said earlier. Minority owner, huh? I didn't realize that. When people said, oh. when the question was, is this real? My answer is yes, it's real. Is it going to happen? I don't know. But I do know like it's a, a real thing. Like this isn't just some like bullshit internet story. Like she's the CEO, just so you know, she's the CEO and president of aerial investments, which is a Chicago based firm with $12 billion in assets, uh, which is a minority owner with the white Sox. Apparently the company that owns that plot of land too, like the white Sox, for that deal to fall into place. Cause the white Sox would not be the only ones on that. Right. What? 68 acres of land. They would just be like the anchor of it so they can attract all these other businesses yeah. around Northwestern's getting a piece, lot of isn't stuff it? That's yeah, they have a uh, academic center, the building. That's like the first tenant that's gonna be there. And if you look at the first renderings too, you can kind of see that yeah. big dome thing in the renderings, that's an academic building that's already been approved. So that'll be up. The rest of it yeah. is kind of special. I think it's I think it's gonna go down. I think it's gonna change a lot of things. Some for the better, some for the worse. Um, I know we were all excited when it broke last week and, you know, me and Aldo talked about it for an hour, but in conversations I've had with people and just thinking about it for the last seven days or whatever, like, like I said, something's for the better, something's for the worse. Oh yeah. I wasn't like jumping up. Yeah. I think it'll be sick, but like, it's, it's going to be, it sounds like it's going to be a pain in the ass to get to that. My biggest hope is that it motivates them to put a better product on the field. Because it would suck to spend all that money to have no one in the seats. They get and also, also, if you're a Cubs fan and you're listening to this, still stop with the fucking attendance jokes, dude. Oh, a nice new stadium for no one to go to. Am I right? Am I right? Well, White Sox fans were, as Mitch just uh, said, and going through his bullet points of the research he did, the White Sox were helping out Jerry. He did they so he didn't have to pay taxes on the on the on the income for the for the ribbon. And that's the biggest thing. Yeah. So, 
Uh, Bucks fans, for the record, I don't have any notes in front of me. That was all off the top of the dome. That's really good. You, you have a PowerPoint in your head. You have a PowerPoint right like here. Exactly. Well, it sounds that, like I get paid. That's why you're the big J journey, journalist of the group. Um, Sad state with the guy – oh, this is actually kind of cool. With the guy who struck out Joe Maurer in high school, he was the only guy that struck Joe Maurer out in high school. Guy struck out once in high school. That's yeah. That's so the guy that struck him out was the one um, that got to introduce him into. I think it was like the the twins, like Hall of Fame ring or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Who was someone famous you guys outplayed in your highest level of baseball or really any sport? Oh, I, know okay. I actually I know got a Fitz. really good one. I got a good one. Ooh. <laughs> this was... All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mitch has limited yeah. time, so let Mitch go first in case he got a bounce. All right, so this was not like – this was a dodgeball tournament that I was in. It was like a charity one, but the opposing God. team had Charles Tillman on it. Oh, it came the first him 1v1 at the end, guess who knocked his ass out? I got the photos proof. Well, no. not, not the yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And did Peanut. You Peanut punched. Yes, I did. You punch or, or peanut. peanut. Hit him in the hip with the ball, but yeah. Same. So, took out an FBI agent. Took out an FBI ball. agent. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what I was going to say. Woo. Ian, dive, Mitch. Ian, Ian. Oh, Ian. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Fitz. I know you've been ready for this one. <laughs> well, actually, Ian posted, he posted, uh, Ian in the, uh, the chat wrote, I struck out Jerry Harrison Jr. when he was in Abreville North. Whoop, whoop. Part of my story is striking out Jerry Harrison Jr. when he was at Abreville North. Um, actually, when I was in <laughs> oh, well, Jerry Harrison Jr. apparently was getting struck out. I faced, right. I, faced, uh, I faced Jerry and uh, Jody Garrett. Um, if you guys remember, Jody Garrett played for a bit. Cups Those two guys were pretty big names around the, the area. And uh, Garrett, I, I think he was, I think I want to say he was like 0 for 9 against me. I did accidentally hit him in the dick. I, I beamed him four different times, actually. <laughs> I threw a, a really hard cut and slider, hit him right in the dick. Um, but he never got hit against me in the other in the actual official at bats, and then Harrison too. Harrison, uh, he was zero for six, but he did hit a ball that my uh, our center fielder caught legit, uh, and I believe it was Naperville North actually at their field because they have like I think if I remember right they have a green monster kind of thing in center field like a hitter's eye, and he caught it up against the hitter's eye. I mean anywhere else that ball's gone, gone. And but I'm like hey use the whole park, but yeah, those those two guys were zero for against me. But really the big moment is that uh, Aaron Rodgers had to watch me get an award. That's my probably biggest sports achievement ever is making that son of a bitch watch me get award and then watch the Packers lose now, 30 minutes later. Do you know that he sat there and watched it? Like he wasn't taking a piss or I'm, I'm going to beer or I'm gonna pretend like mushrooms or I'm not trying to shit on your fucking parade. No. He was sitting front row, yeah, he was right. hands under his chin, right staring at the screen like, man, that Kevin Fiddler. I saw him from up there. Bitch. I should have had him do my COVID research for me. I would have. It fun. was also really cool, though, because Coach Beard was there as well. So Zoe was in attendance at the game, too. Yep, Coach Beard. That's, that's, I actually got to go get that costume. I'll wear it on the show. Is he from beef? Yeah. <laughs> I, I have something similar. Um, Deep says, I don't have any of these moments. The good players were always doing stuff to me, like Nazir Mohammed trying to dunk on me in a summer league game. That, that checks out. Uh, although you got one, I'll go last. No, I don't have any. Oh, um, all you though, main events similar to beef. Uh, I played against Eddie Curry. Mm. At the strip um, club, we heard last week. Yeah, no, not that one. He was better. He was, <laughs> he, he was better at he was better at throwing dollar bills than me. But it was, uh, I believe, it was summer league too. 
he's just he was just fucking huge. It was like it felt like I was playing a game against my dad. You know what I mean? Like, and I was a little kid because he's just twice my size. You couldn't get around him. So basically, I was playing the four on that team, and the coach was just like, just stand at the three point line so he has to come out and guard you so he gets out of the middle. It's like all right. So that's basically what I did. I just ran around the three point line, <laughs> do, 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 and yeah, so I got a couple stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I can shoot. Oh, I can shoot. Oh, I mean, so that, that was yeah. No, that was my game, anyways. Basically, you know when big guys get yelled at for standing at the three point line, they're like, "Hey, dumbass, get in the paint. You're big." That's me. I was the opposite. They were just like, the "What are you? Yeah, what are you doing down there? Get out there and just shoot because you're not big enough to be done." So. Uh, yeah, actually, it was John Bonk. Um, was this before or after Polecats? This is well before. Well oh, before. Man. It would have been great did, if it was and after. Actually, and you're like, yo, Eddie. I did bring it up. About I did try to like be like, yo, I played against you. I played at Rita. And he's just like, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sick. <laughs> uh, and then my other one is uh, I outdrank Brian Campbell. The former defenseman for the Chicago Blackhawks went to a buddy of mine's place in the West Loop. His girl at the time, I'm not going to use names in this story. Uh, His girl at the time was friends with a girl who was seeing Brian Campbell at the time. And she called us and was like, hey, me and Brian are going to this bar. He's looking to have a couple. Uh, You should bring your boyfriend and his boys. And so we were already pre-gaming. So we went out and we met up with him. And uh, he's a weird guy. I will say that. Kind of a weird laugh. Very intense. His agent was with him. His agent sucked. That guy sucked. So, but so on he, levels of weird, just to, just to butt in, what, like weird you mean he was? Like weird, like. Quirky or like just quietly like stupid? No, he definitely like, wasn't quiet. He was oh, okay. like socially awkward almost. And like Ooh. he would tell really bad stories and then laugh at his own story. <laughs> like he'd be like, and then I told him, no, I don't even date her. <laughs> and we're all just like, oh. yeah, why don't you go, uh, why don't you go buy uh, another round of Jaeger? He loved Jaeger. On his own canned laughter. So we drank Jaeger the whole pocket. night. And at the end of the night, he decided he had enough and he put his head down and started snoozing. His agent paid for everything and kind of dragged him out of there. Hey, that's why you pay the, that, that's why you yeah. have a posse. Sean Livingston, one of his bodyguards threw an elbow at me one time in Peoria. He's trying to get yeah. to the bathroom. He thought I was trying to get to Sean through an elbow. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to take a piss. <laughs> I would actually like to see that. <laughs> well, yeah, that's pretty much it. I don't have any other, I think what's going on with punch cards. I don't what Polk, Polk really. Polkett's punch card. What is that? What are we yeah, you get oh, um, for a while, I don't know if they still have them, but for a while, any gas station or liquor store in the southwest suburbs or southwest part of the city had like by the cash register, they'd have like a stack of like business cards that were for Polkats and they were punch cards, and oh. every visit was free. Gotcha. Allegedly. 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 Yeah. Um, Eddie Curry told you that. <laughs> yeah. You, could you imagine? How, could you when imagine we were sticking out Jerry Harrison Jr.? <laughs> All of us. Could everyone you, in, the, everyone you, in the chat struck him out at least once. 
Oh, there you go. Ten punches got you a free lap dance. Apparently, Missy's the expert on this. She's like a <laughs> bag of ice, but yeah. I'm sure the the dancers loved it when you're like, "Hey, number ten, <laughs> over here, free, free." <laughs> Thanks for the double stamp. <laughs> She's like, "You were nice." Oh, well, thank you. Oh, sick! I get to get grind up on this weird dude for free. Yes, my job's the best. Uh, <laughs> Tell the DJ to pick a short song. Yeah, like shortest song ever. It's like their version of watering down a free cocktail. It's just a water yeah. down dance. <laughs> Mostly water. Oh, that's funny shit. Ice. Um, but yeah, those are all the, the user questions. If you guys got questions, I know it's the usual suspects in the chat, but if you guys got questions you want us to talk about, go ahead. Uh, Mitch, you you talking about murders or anything out there this week? No, I had to cover the state of the state address from Governor Mike Parson down here. I'm actually right outside the Capitol building. It's a semi-official looking live shot. I can't really see it. Oh, your porn's up on the reflection. Hold up, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's kind of eerie. Yeah, no, it's so foggy. It looks like last night driving home, it looked like a goddamn Stephen King movie. I thought I missed my exit. It was the fog bowl that are on I-70. You couldn't see shit. Fucking Dementor is gonna show up and shit. Be careful. Oh yeah, it's still bad blood. Yeah. So, I don't know. Never mind. They're at Zoe's house. Every time that light comes on. Never mind. So my story tonight's yeah. on uh, him pardoning uh, over six hundred people since he's been in office, <laughs> which is a lot apparently. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I showed. By the way, last week I I didn't tell you this. I showed my class Wayne's World too, because oh, we finished we finished the graduate. And so none of them, I wanted to show them the joke because I had one kid literally said that Wayne's World 2 is their favorite movie for like five years and they had never seen The Graduate. So they didn't get that joke and they literally like burst laughing at, at the end of the actual graduate because they'd realized what the joke was. But I showed the whole class the Wayne's World 2 and they were like, Wayne's World, what? I'm like, how many guys have watched Wayne's World? And they're all like, Wayne's World, party time. It's just crazy. We are there Come now. On. We're like, we, uh, we might as well be Charlie fucking Chaplin at this point. It's funny, our film teacher, like we had to see the graduate as one of our things. So they did all of our. Oh, okay. Class. Oh, wait, hold on. Time out. We actually got a baseball question. Oh, wait. From Bert. At so the gym. from Bert at the gym, shout out Bert. Love you, Bert. Um, he asked, do you think they'd go to six man rotation given the pitch clock, et cetera, et cetera? Not sure what the et cetera's are here, but the answer to that is yeah. I can see it. I don't think it'd be because of the pitch clock, et cetera, et cetera. I, I don't think, think it'd be, be, yeah, I don't think it'd be because of the pitch clock. Derek Crochet and all the yeah. other young arms they have just trying to save them. Oh, oh, are we just talking about the White Sox specifically or just like baseball teams? Or was I'm talking about the White Sox specifically. Take it easy, John. Um, White Sox, yes, definitely. Uh, but I don't know. What do you guys think for the Cubs? Maybe at times. But I don't think it's going to be I, a year so round. We live in the thing. age, though, of innings limits and pitch limits and all this. Other, so the six man rotation is not totally out of question. I think we're going to see it more than we, we've ever have. And I mean, I think we're going to see, like this show, a Johnny Fullstaff a lot <laughs> type start. I like the I, uh, most- I like the 108 idea. It's just every every pitcher gets one day designated to them. Dylan Cease, you're pitching every Monday. That'd be uh, so you every Tuesday. <laughs> like, That'd no be matter. so much easier. Oh, <laughs> so much easier. And you don't get. I know. 
So that's not the. I know, I know, I know. Like, there's so many things wrong with that. But for like a fan standpoint, it's like, oh, Tuesday, Cease Day, sick. Yeah, going to that game. <laughs> like, I think though, I think you're not wrong. Like Wednesday, up. Yep, that's Fetty Day. What yep. they used to do that, the Sox back in the day, they have right. Sundays as early win, and they'd pitch two games of doublehead. Well, we've done that. That happens. Well, I think that you're going to see the six man rotation, but I think it's going to be a little different than what you think. Uh, not a traditional six. I think your ace is going to still go every fifth day. And then you're going to have the six man rotation fill in behind that. But you want your ace as many starts as much as possible throughout the 162. So I don't think aces are going to taper back their fifth day, you know, the five day rotation. But I think you can taper a, a not as deep rotation. I think the Cubs would work perfectly. They got a bunch of number fives <laughs> and a couple twos or maybe a couple threes, you know. So you can do that around like a Justin Steele, I think. Um, but that Justin Steele needs to go every fifth day. Like the, your ace needs to yeah. go every fifth day. That's, but you can build around. I and I think you'll see some of these type of derivatives though. Like you said, maybe five guys as support. And so you can skip a guy if you have to, but you've got like, it's more, you know, it's, you string it out a little, and then you get about all-star break. And then as you start getting towards the end of the season, you start pushing it and you start pulling back on some of them and you start getting a quicker turnover and you build them up towards every fifth day. Cause that grind come postseason is a lot different than waiting every six day. You're going, you're going, you know, your your body's toast at that point. So, I think it. I think it would be a good idea if, if especially with the pitch clock. I think it mm-hmm. pulls back a little um, bit of the uh, the the suffrage. Mitch, did you eat today? You're looking a little thin, bud. According I thought to the yeah, I thought I was being a smartass and calling me fat. I did. No, I have gained. Yeah, I'm putting on the pounds a little bit. Hey. Don't be sensitive, bud. Don't don't no, be sensitive. sensitive. I took my shirt don't off the other day and it was like, ugh. Yeah, good. maybe. Keep your shirt on, bud. But it's, bulky bulky season, locker room. it's not like I was walking around the gym showing my man boobs. Come on, now I got a little something. It's it is bulky season, dude. It's, it's winter. Bulky it's bulky season. season. You didn't you did, pull a windmill. You didn't pull a windmill in the locker room. Let everybody know you're there. You know he's not that old, Fitz. He's not that old. He's got a couple years. Hands on hips. Never mind. He's got a couple years till he gets to that old age. But I mean, come on, Mitch. You're on camera now and shit. You gotta be hitting that gym, man. I know I do hit the gym. The problem is I eat too much goddamn fast food because there's nothing to eat in mobile. You get home. The problem is like I'll get home from work at like, you know, like 12, 1230. You don't want to cook dinner. But the only thing's open is McDonald's and uh, Taco Bell. Well, you eat that shit enough. And it doesn't matter how many times it work out. You're going to get fat. It's just, just how it's it be. It's like asshole, buddy. You know, I, I'll, I'll differ from make your, here. Make Let's your food eat. before you go to work. Throw it in the fridge. So when That's you get what everyone home, said. It's so smart. I should it. do that. I should do that. I really should. I got a meal prep. Yeah, nah. Um, Troy in the comments wants to know the, the big question in Cubsdom. When are the Cubs going to sign Bellager? And just for shits and giggles, because we've talked about this ad nauseum, I'm going to say February 18th at 3.30 p.m. I disagree. I'll say Feb 12, right after the Super Bowl. Ooh. Maybe he takes a bunch of bad no. bets on the Super Bowl, and he's like, "Oh shit, I better get out of this paper." Yeah, he'll be in, yeah, he'll be in Vegas <laughs> that Sunday. He'll be all depressed after losing his bets. He'll rip a bowl, and then he'll be like, "You know what?" Be like, "Shit, you know what, Scott? Forget the two fifty. Just give me the two hundred, I guess." Yeah, shit. Just I need that. <laughs> I need it. I need to game. pay off some debts. <laughs> I said it on Twitter today that that week, uh, the weekend before Valentine's Day. I mean, because that's pitchers and catchers report on what the fifteenth, right? 
Mm-hmm. I think it's right on Valentine's Day, the 14th. Or it's Valentine's Yeah. So, I mean, you want to have something that it's not like he's got a long drive, though. I mean, he lives right down the road. So, yeah, he, he has a beautiful cool. house there in Arizona. So. Mm-hmm. So. And to be clear, Mitch, Yad Dog was coming from a place of love, man. He was just concerned. Yeah. Hey, me and Yad Dog are. Worried. I know. Okay. He, he, no, he's just worried that He's worried that you. Uh, Took it the wrong way, fatty. No, no, no. He's my fellow. No. Man. <laughs> it was Zoe that was fat shaming. It was Zoe that fast shamed you. Don't, don't, don't. Just now I did, but you're fine. What are you, 125, 130? I'll have you know 135 now. <laughs> one, one, two, three bills. One, two. I haven't slept on a scale. Last time I weighed myself, it was like one, two, two spins. What are you, bud? Come on. Uh, yeah. I don't know. The Bellinger stuff, it's just... Oh, Missy, that's... I don't know. I don't know what else to tell you guys. I think it's going to happen. I think he's going to be on the Cubs. I hope so. I think it's... Sure, I, think it's I don't think it's an if, it's a when. All right, fellas. Wilson. I got to head out. Oop, Do some... Right. Ten like I'm... Watch, I'm maybe, Watch out for the vampire some... thing in this fog. And the Leprechaun. Maybe just uh, by a vampire thing on the air. One, we have a follow-up story for tomorrow. And two, probably be good for ratings. I'd be be doing maybe in between takes until you walk in the sun. It's great. Maybe in between takes you do some uh, burpees. (laughs) This is technically in between takes. (laughs) You brought brought this on yourself. I'm sorry. You brought this on yourself. I'm sorry. I love you, Mitch. Oh, you look fantastic. I do. Um. (laughs) 